Professional development is not a new concept in most businesses. Many understand that by having a professional development component for their staff leads to better outcomes, better retention, better engagement scores, and it makes it easier to have a succession plan. Professional development helps staff perform better and prepares them for greater responsibility. It also helps the employer identify future leaders and mold them appropriately. So if you are among those who have identified the need for a professional development position or to at least task a team lead or project coordinator with creating the program, you will need some ideas of how to get started and some measurables to know whether it's successful. If this is you, save this episode, share it with those you want to take charge, and take some notes. We will be getting started right after this. My name is Lisa Purdy, and this is Professional Pharmacist. Today, I will discuss how to get a professional development program started. I'll go over the ROIs you will want to watch to know whether you are successful. The first thing you will want is a baseline idea of the outcomes you hope to achieve. A good place to find this type of information is from your data dashboard. Think quality outcomes, patient satisfaction surveys, employee satisfaction scores and comments, and retention numbers. Most importantly, talk to your people. Do a proper environmental scan. Take your time assessing, looking for gaps, do some SWATs, and pull it all together. Then consider where you want to go. If you've already done the work of coming up with your strategic plan for the year, you can look at those goals as well. This might include increased publications, leadership development, elevation in practice, workflow or process improvement. Jot down your goals and decide what KPIs, so key performance indicators, that you want to showcase these changes. You will want a solid baseline of your current status before you move forward. Otherwise, you won't know how far you've come. Anytime you start a program, you need to identify your return on investments. No company wants to just spend money. Your job will be to also show not only money saved, but money earned as well. Based on your desired outcomes, uh, have focused intent. Commit to those specific areas for a period of time. Goals are not real unless written down and given a date to be done by. The more specific, the better. If you want your retention improved, you will need to write something like, we will decrease turnover by two people a year by December 31st of 2021. If you want more publications or a stronger presence of inquiry, you may want to write a goal of, we will increase abstracts submitted by 20% by September 30th of 2022. You may be asking yourself where to find appropriate professional development goals. If I was working with you, I would suggest the big six. So orientation and onboarding, competency management, education, role development, collaborative partnership, and research as some baseline goals to focus on. Within each, consider at least one outcome you really want to see. This is a great place to get specific and you can always add more later. Trust me, you do not want to get yourself too many goals and then stretch yourself too thin, the program too thin, and get yourself pulled in too many directions. Nothing solid will come from this and it'll be a disaster. So now that you have your baseline current status, you you have your current numbers, and you have talked to your staff to know what their needs are, you now have some specific goals you will want to achieve. The next step is to consider a possible answer to each question. If you consider each goal, those goals should be the answer to a question or concern you have. If you want to increase publication, now think through how you would like to achieve that. Will you provide education on how the process works? Will you build 
in project time for your staff to work on these articles or collect data? If you want to increase your retention, what gaps did you identify as barriers to achieve it? What opportunity do you have to improve things that affect retention? You will want to work towards solving those problems that you identify as goals. A way to help navigate those goals and options to achieve them is to create a potential role development pathway you can, your staff can choose from. For more information on those, check out the role development podcast that I posted earlier in the season. This is a lot of pre-work, but it really will work in your favor. The more thought that you have to put into this, the better your outcomes will be. So now, guess what? It's time to start your program. Depending on your needs, you may start differently, but I would highly encourage relationship building. Work on meeting with each staff member individually. Get to know them as a whole person. Professional development works best when you when your staff trusts you. They need to trust you to have their best interests at heart. Trust is only built by building relationships and therefore spending time together. I cannot stress this enough. If you want to serve your staff well, you need to know them. As you meet with them, you can get a sense of what needs they have, but also what goals they want to go for. Take time to consider their perspectives and what season of life they're in. You will have different ideas on how best to serve them based on all of this information. Then, knowing your goals, partner their goals to yours and suggest opportunities for both of you to gain the wins. This may be giving them a role development path consistent with your outcomes and strategies. You might actually identify someone that has an opportunity to build up their life uh, leadership skills. You might be able to utilize someone's interest in IT to solve some issues you face. Typically, these one-on-one meetings lead to wins for both sides. Take notes while you talk. You're going to remember way more details, and it will help you to set up your follow-up plan. You can decide your cadence here as to how often you meet with them, but you will want to make sure you follow up with them regularly touching base in between meetings to make sure that they are on track and not hitting any issues. They may need your help to pivot the plan and you won't know it if you're ghosting them. Your staff may have different expectations or thoughts on a program like this. Some will be excited and curious. What will this mean for me? Can I gain something from this? These are your early adopters. There will be others who will wait and see. They may feel fine with what they're doing and not see any value in the process yet. They will see how the early adopters do and make a decision about it for themselves later on. Then you will have those who simply are not interested. My advice, work with the willing. Gain momentum there and the others will follow. Do not make this program a requirement, but instead highlight it as an opportunity. As your staff begins to have wins, the others will say, what about me? I actually saw this recently when I um, had several early adopters complete their certification programs, these are programs we paid for to elevate their practice. We took that time to celebrate them and their accomplishments, and then others said, wait a minute, and they started scheduling meetings with me to start going after their goals too. Sometimes people just need to see it's going to work in order to give themselves hope to actually go for it as well. So just consider all that. You're going to have some layers here. Just like a new business, you need to articulate your value. This will go in two different directions. So not only will you need to showcase your projected measurable outcomes for your staff, but also for your leaders above supporting the program. I can honestly say, take the humble route and think of yourself and your program as a service you offer. 
This will take you a long way. For those above, knowing their goals and incorporating those will help you stay on track and stay in your lane. Knowing how to serve your staff and clearly communicating how you plan to achieve this with them will be the key to achieving the outcomes that they hope for as well. I suggest relooking at your program at least every quarter. Regularly meet with your leader about your effectiveness and how things are moving along. Be sure to incorporate any additional needs your leader has as you go. You will want to make sure they are getting the value out of this that they really want. This open communication will really help open doors and opportunity as you go. Hopefully this gives you enough content to start your own professional development program. A quick recap. Do your homework. What are areas you have identified as goals? Know your data dashboard. What do your surveys, quality outcomes, and staff say? Align your goals to outcomes based on the big six to determine your KPI strategies that can showcase your ROIs. Meet with your staff and build relationships. Take notes and reevaluate the program regularly. Stay in consistent communication with your leader and align the program to their goals. I believe if you walk through all these steps, you will see the results you are hoping for. Your staff will feel well supported and your culture will begin to change in a positive direction. I hope you like this type of content. If you do, please subscribe, leave a review, click some stars, or share it with a friend. That helps others find this podcast and hopefully help them to be inspired with all things professional development. Feel free to reach out to me. You can find me, Lisa Purdy, on LinkedIn. Make sure to listen in next week as we impact the world of pharmacy with professional development. Bye.